This is 100.7 KPXI, and it's time for Out to Pastor, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events in Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the upcoming events around the area. It's Out to Pastor. Now, here's Jimmy Holmes and Matt Golson. All right, here we go, Matt. We're back in the studio. It's game day. It's Henderson game day. County. You had a big, pretty big week last week, speaking of game day. We did. Down Kyle Field. And oh, yeah. Big week. <laughs> I'm still upset about the I know where you're touchback. Going. I know. And then what's this pass interference that wasn't called? I don't. I didn't know you could shove a guy to the ground <laughs> and not be passing. I could have been doing that a long time ago. I shouldn't have started the show like this. Cause I knew I should have known where this was going to go. Do I need to talk more about this? We're going to. We'll have to. Check I have a feeling you're going to talk more about it no matter which way we go with this. <laughs> but it was a great But we game. were feeling for you. It was a great game, though. Oh, we were watching. And, and listen, meanwhile, for those of you that missed it, over on one of the lesser-viewed channels, like a almost like a pay-per-view analog channel back in the 400 level, <laughs> yeah. they were carrying the hogs <laughs> yeah, oh, over yeah. at Colorado State. Yeah, now, that was. that was back there in the 400s because, A, nobody was really that interested in it, and, B, it wasn't going to be a game. So we, sure enough, were flipping back and forth during your Clemson battle for the ages. And Arkansas was up, I think, three touchdowns. We turned it off, so let's watch the end. We'll go back. Well, we go back. It's a three-point ball game. And the announcers are crowing that the kid from Colorado State has completed 15 consecutive passes. And they proceed to just toast them. And they get down to field goal range in time to kick the field goal to win the game with, you know, two minutes left. And you think, okay, well, they're going to run the clock and they're going to kick a field goal and beat us. It's going to be embarrassing. No, they decided to just go ahead and shove it down your throat, right. run it in for a touchdown with like eight seconds Take left. Take that. Yeah. It was awful. I heard about that. It was awful. And I couldn't even, I didn't even have any referees to complain about. I mean, it's just there was no way <laughs> yeah. there was no way to find cover. At least mine went to the very end. Whew. We played the number two team in the nation, Clemson. You got we your money's worth. Yeah. Then I saw what happened to y'all. I'm like, ooh. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Tough night. Well, we got a lot of football to talk about this week because it is game day. It's the home opener, Matt, for the Lions over at the new Grady Ash Lions Stadium. Folks, if you've been like me driving by it every day now for six months, this is your chance to get out there and really take a look at it. It is spectacular. I cannot wait. It is spectacular. Been by there a couple times this week and seen folks just kind of sneaking in through the gates and they're walking up in the stands checking out their seats. Oh. Trying to see you know where I am. Can, and Can you do that legally? Tonight you can. I can go right now. <laughs> See you all later. Have a good show. Yeah, we'll cover that more later. But right now we got to set up what is going to be, Matt, an epic show here on Out to Pastor. <laughs> and I'm just going to say we are on a roll. Now, we started the season with the biggest show <laughs> the, ever. Literally. It was so the, big, the earth shook. Yeah, there was an earthquake. It's an earthquake. Well, follow that up with our friends down from the financial district. Drew and Trey came down here. And and he did steal your punchline. You know, I just I went back. I listened to the show. You know, in post-production, I'll listen to the show. Right. See what we can do better, things we can improve on. <laughs> Wait. We don't take notes on that. We just listen. Oh, yeah, we could have done that better. Which explains why we've made so much progress in the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But I'm listening post-production, and I'm thinking, oh, boy, here comes that frosted mini wheat joke because you know i love that story mm -hmm. here it comes man i'm about to get to that punchline 
and I do my setup and I get it out there and Segura jumps in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He jumps in and steals my punchline, uninvited on my show. And he enjoyed it. And thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> on your show. Our show. He comes in. Wait, he stole punch. your punchline. He stole my punchline. That may be his last appearance on Out to Pastor. Between that and the the pig six <laughs> that he's leading every week. That may be as far as he gets on this show. But anyway, to follow up the world's largest radio show, we brought in today. Now we've we've been in this neighborhood once before, twice before. We yeah. had Aunt Bethany yeah. on the show. That's true. That's true. So this will not be our first ever deceased guest, but it is our first ever. We're going to call it our life and death show. Yeah, it's life or it's death. It's our life. It's our life or death. Most of the people listening consider every show <laughs> a life or death. <laughs> it's that big, folks. <laughs> it's the Out to Pastor Life and Death Special. And join us in the studio this week. We have two distinguished guests. From down here at the uh, in the arts district, Matt. Oh, the arts district. Yes. Down in the arts district, join us from the Henderson Civic Theater, Miss Louise Cochran. Miss Louise, welcome to the show. Thank you. Please. I'm really glad to be here. We're glad to have you. And she brought with her Matt, a man of many talents, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Skip Limp. That is his real name. Close enough. Skip. Yes. Limp. Hey, everybody. Skip is here with us today, and they're going to tell us about a big event that's coming up Matt, in October called Dining with the Dead. Dining with the Dead. Dining with the Dead. That hence the life and death Ooh, okay. portion yeah, of our program yeah. day. See, we thought this through. <laughs> we thought this through. It took not, a lot of work. Not a whole lot, but a, a bit. <laughs> well, we had a big week at Kiwanis, Matt. Oh, no. Now, you were there for this. Yeah. <laughs> Ms. Louise, you said you're coming to Qantas next week, aren't you? That I am. Well, she may change her mind over this. <laughs> so what had happened was this. Before the meeting begins, we have our usual roster of events. We have a little spiritual aims moment. We have a little historical club moment. And then I get my little piece, which is called I'm Not Making This Up. And what I try to do is find an interesting fact from this day in history and then put a little spin on it to make it a little more entertaining. Much like you guys may be doing with the Dining with the Dead. So this week, we were celebrating the anniversary of the first ever car-to-car -car long distance phone call. First ever. It went from Houston, one car in Houston, to another car in St. Louis, Missouri. Wow. So the first thing that happened was, Brother Golson here was running the program this week, and he forgot me. Well, I was trying to save the club from what I knew was coming. I'm being nice when I say he forgot me. I think he skipped me. <laughs> but then they... But there was such an outpouring. There were, well, yeah, we'll call it that. But they regretted the outpouring. <laughs> there, was a, there was an outpouring of support. They all said, wait a minute, you forgot Jamie. But after the whole story, <laughs> their tune changed. But what, so I digress. reluctantly said, oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Jamie. So I told him it's the anniversary of the first car-to-car -car long distance phone call from Houston to St. Louis. They pulled it off. They called it mobile phones back in that day. This was 1947. Oh yeah, my God. It's shocking to me that it's that far back, but shows you how fast once the technology took root, it really took off. But so in 47 they had this phone call. 
They called it a mobile phone, although it weighed 80 pounds on both ends. <laughs> so we covered all the details, and I said, but the, the part of the story you may not remember is that not only did they invent long-distance phone calls car-to-car -car that day, they also, of course, invented distracted driving. <laughs> and apparently on the St. Louis end, the car, during the phone call, went right off a cliff. Drove it right off the cliff, Skip. And it crashed hundreds of feet. The car crashes to the bottom of the cliff. But the phone survived. <laughs> Because it was in airplane mode. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I was going to ask if it was in a black box, but you, you presented that all right. <laughs> so it was in airplane mode. Yeah. So the car the, fell. Car fell, but the phone went. The phone continued. It, yeah, because the car, but the airplane, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Matt said, yeah. Y'all can thank me for skipping. I was time. trying to skip him. <laughs> next time you'll listen to me. Air, airplane mode. It was, it was an airplane mode. <laughs> so that's about as good as it gets at Kiwanis, guys. You realize public service is not always appreciated. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, I'll tell you what we're going to do on that, that high note, man. <laughs> yeah, literally. Because remember, Louise, yeah. I told you, our, our motto for the program this year is under promise. And then bring it in just a little below. Got it. <laughs> so we're, we're right in the sweet spot right now. <laughs> Not to put any pressure on you guys for segment two. But that's kind of what we're expecting, that level right there. We'll see what we can do. They're nodding. <laughs> They're nodding. Yeah, with apprehension. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take our first break. When we come back here on Out to Pasture, it's we're going to tell you. World exclusive. It's, it is an exclusive, yeah. isn't it? She's not. And we have the exclusive interview today with Louise and Skimp with all of the details on the upcoming Dining with the Dead event that you're not going to want to miss. We'll right back with all the details on that. Out to Pasture. It's KPXI 100.7 FM. What's the difference between Stronghurt Pharmacy and the rest? It's the difference between doing business with a trusted friend or someone just doing a job. Tommy Strong and Cliff Hurt believe there's more to running a business than just making a sale. Stronghurt Pharmacy is a good neighbor pharmacy, so they go the extra mile to make sure their customers are well taken care of. Things like free delivery in the city limits or taking after hours emergency calls to getting to know their customers by name. You can't beat Stronghurt Pharmacy. 111 East Main Street, downtown Henderson. You like that, man? Yeah. You know something big is about to happen when you hear that. A huge, huge. And, it, and, you know, it's good for this event, but before we go any further, we should probably mention, Miss Louise, that even though I'm playing the Munsters theme, this is not a Halloween-ish sort of haunted house event at all. That's not what we're going for here, right? No, that's not what we're going here for here, but it could be a fun intro to the season. It is a warm-up so, for Halloween. Well, wait, wait. Um, so... <laughs> Well, so it's not a Halloween thing. No. Oh, my I friend know. Frankenstein's going to be upset. Why? He was going to bring his ghoul friend to this event. <laughs> well, they his can... His ghoul friend. 
he can bring his ghoul friend and they can learn a little history about Henderson's oldest cemetery. So what it, but this is a meal, right? There will be a meal. Is it going to be spaghetti? <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> under, under promise. And, and bring it in so right. far, we're, I'm not sure we're even that close. Right in, almost <laughs> a, a little higher, we'll be right in the sweet spot. Yes. You, you working on that one? No, so I'm What I'm, we're I'm, trying to do here, mm-hmm. what we're trying to do here, the adults of us here are trying to do, is to spread the word about what I've always considered to be sort of our local hall of fame, the city cemetery because it is filled with fantastic people from local history, statewide history, people of great importance across the state and the country, and they're all right here, Ms. Louise. Am I'm, I right? You are absolutely right, and, and it's just amazing. Uh, when I started working on this, because a friend uh, had seen this type of program in Farmington, New Mexico, and said, oh my gosh, we need to do this in Henderson. So the theater said, okay, we'll give it a try. Uh, and I started researching, and oh my, uh, I will I will admit I'm not the history buff that some people are, but this has been absolutely fascinating, some of the folks that are out there. So tell us, for the folks that haven't already heard, tell us what's going to happen out at City Cemetery on Saturday, October the 13th. Well, I'm going to suggest that, first off, you wear very comfortable walking shoes. Okay. And it's going to be a killer out there. It's going to be a killer. It will be. You, you may get to join the folks. We hope not. I'm not sure how good our liability insurance is. So you and us first put in a rim shot right there? We probably will. <laughs> That's that post-production phase. Yeah. Budget wouldn't allow for an actual rim shot during the show. We can add that. But... What we're going to do is take groups around. We're going to visit six different uh, burial sites, tombstones, and next to each one we will have the individual that's buried there giving you about a five-minute story of their life. Wow. A live production of a deceased person. <laughs> life yeah. or death. It's the life or death life episode or death. is what I'm I, talking I have, about. I have one here. Now, he's not going to tell you everything about him because, you know, we want you to do the rest of the story uh-huh. by joining us on Saturday the 13th. But I'll let you let him tell you a little bit about his life. So, Skip, you're going to be one of our actors there at the cemetery yep. for the event. Yep. Not as dead as the actual... Honoree. Not as dead as the actual honoree. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to feel pretty honored to be asked to play a dead person in the cemetery. Yeah. Right. That's, that shows a lot of range in an actor's career. Or I was standing still when all the fingers got finished pointing. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us. All right. So let's let's not give it away who you are. I wasn't going to. But give us give us a little taste of what kind of a person we're going to meet if we come see you on October the thirteenth. Will do. Hello. A little about myself. I was born in Cherokee County, Alabama in 1851. My family and I settled east of Henderson a few years later. After attending the Pine Hill School, I attended Henderson Male and Female College. I also attended Texas A&M. Whoop. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm just, uh, yeah. I was, I was waiting for appropriate cheering. Yeah, so. <laughs> I returned to Henderson, which I consider my hometown, to teach school. I purchased the Henderson Times in 1881, which I ran for 25 years. I married my wife in 1883, and we raised four children together. 
I attended a different, I entered a different form of public service when I was elected to the Texas legislature in 1887. I also served as the Texas Agricultural Commissioner in 1907. Uh -huh. I'm also honored to have a building at A&M named after me that houses the mathematics, mathematics department. I passed away peacefully in 1923. If you'd like to hear the fuller story, attend the Henderson Civic Theater's Dining with the Dead on Saturday, October 13th from 4 to 6 at the Old City Cemetery. Wow. Well, that's pretty cool. Now, Ms. Louise, that's kind of like, you know, the old, what do you call it, the old experiment where you ask people, you know, if you could have dinner with three famous people from history, who would they be? This is kind of like that, isn't it? It is very much like that. Um, you will wander through the cemetery and meet all these folks. Uh, dinner will actually be served in that little parking area, so don't plan to park there. Okay. And we will have tables. We will have, I'm sorry to say, it won't be spaghetti. Oh, but I still bet you can say bon appetit. So there you go. go. Great we'll a little meal. bon appetit. <laughs> it won't be goulash either. No. <laughs> True that. Yes. <laughs> it will be a barbecue sandwich. <laughs> That'll work. That'll, That'll work. work. Everyone likes barbecue. Yeah. Everyone likes barbecue. With, with fixings, of course. <laughs> um, we'll have tables for you to sit at so you can sit and enjoy uh, your meal. And you can come early and do the tour first. We, won't, we will start the tours at 4 o'clock. They will run every, a group will run every eight minutes because you will have about eight minutes by the time you get to your first reenactor, hear their speech, move on to the next one. So it will have docents guiding you around so you don't get lost in the cemetery. We would hate that. Oh, that would, yeah, that wouldn't be good. It could be bad. Yeah. could be bad, especially that close to Halloween. That's, yeah. You, you never it is know. the 13th. Oh, well, it's a Saturday. Yeah, fortunately, it's a Saturday. But we hope you come. We hope um, that you enjoy learning a little history. And this is to help raise funds to finish paying for the work we did to our lobby. And, of course, we have big plans to go on beyond that, that we're, we'll always be holding our hand out. So, well, that's the nature of the beast, right? Yes, we are a nonprofit. It's the nature of a nonprofit beast. Truly a nonprofit. Tickets are $25. That's it. That's it. So for 20, just for only $25, I get dinner. Correct. I get a guided tour of our world-famous city cemetery. Absolutely. And I'll get to meet six famous people from Henderson, Texas, that currently reside there in the cemetery. That currently reside there. Now, only one of them was actually born in Russ County. See, there you go. That's mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. they, they all came in from other places. That's what I'm talking about. And as I pointed out to you before the show started, all of my research tends toward the 1860 fire period. And it's interesting to me that in that cemetery that the great, great, vast majority of people that are in that story are not in the city cemetery because of the devastation that the Civil War wreaked on the economy and the local folks in our town and the way those people all scattered after the, um, after the war and things settled out, they're all gone. So but, to me, the cemetery is just as fascinating for who's not there as it is for who is there. Well, and we may address that one of these years because we would love for this to become an annual event and learn about different people that either had lived here or had the fortunate event of dying here. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
There's really only one way to get in that cemetery. That's why they put the fence around it, right? That's, That's right. it. That had to be done. Pe people are <laughs> dying to get in there. That's what I heard. That's, <laughs> heard. Uh, it's an old funeral home joke. I knew that joke wasn't going to get past it. Yeah, <laughs> you knew that was coming. That it's, one was coming. Uh, yeah. Skip, you do remember, though, that in the, in the tour of the cemetery where Beethoven was buried. Oh, no. <laughs> you remember when everyone was stopped at his grave because it was that strange music coming out of the ground and they they actually determined it was music playing backwards backwards it was beethoven's music playing backwards it was beethoven's own music it was playing backwards because of yes. course he was decomposing <laughs> <laughs> it's the only two cemetery jokes i have now the fence joke and the Beethoven joke. <laughs> That's all you had. That's all I got. I didn't have any goulash or spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti, bon appetit, <laughs> ghoul friend. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, it's going to be great, Miss Louise. I love that old cemetery. The markers themselves are so cool. Um, there's one in particular out there that's, that's Italian marble. I believe it's Lady Justice with the sketch. just... That may be one of the ones they get to visit and learn more about. Absolutely. And it's one of the two that we'll be visiting that has a historical marker. There you go. So see, there I'm on the right yeah, track. There, there's another one out there I'm excited to see. Which, you, do you know which one that is? I don't want to share it, though, because I, know. I don't want to give away their stuff. I know. But, but there's I'm, some really cool people. History. Really cool people. Really well, cool. We, we are going to talk about a gentleman that was a seafarer for 30 years. Now, figure that one out. And he's buried in Henderson, Texas. And he's Texas. buried in Henderson, Texas. Mm. Wow. You just never know. You do not. Now, to get in on this fund, though, you need to get your tickets during the month of September. That's accurate. We're going to sell them during the month of September. We are. And we're going to fill this thing up. Absolutely. And then we'll need a couple weeks to get a head count and get everybody ready to go. Right? right. And there's a limited number of tickets, so don't put it off too long. You can get them at the Chamber, or you can get them at Tar Buttons downtown. And I do hope you'll stop in to eat. When you're in tar buttons, I did some, last week. He got some good food. Let's, all right, let's digress a second, man. This is important. We went down to Tar Buttons on Sunday after church. Okay, they had the lunch portion chicken fried steak. Now Louise is nodding over there. Skip, are you nodding also? <laughs> He's going to be nodding. <laughs> He's going to be. First of all, she said to me, "Do you want gravy?" Do, do you want gravy? Okay. Which you know, I know what the answer is there. Yeah, please. <laughs> But anyway, it was fantastic. It really was fantastic. I love, love, love seeing them downtown, and I hope everybody will get down there and try them out. It's really good stuff. Well, and, and the great thing about having our tickets there is they're open in the evening when the chamber is not. So working folks that can't get to the chamber during the day can swing by tar buttons in the evening, and ladies, it saves you from cooking dinner and washing mm -hmm. those dishes. And pick up that chicken fried steak while you're there. Wait a minute, that, that's kind of sexist, because I cook and I wash dishes. <laughs> But you're a modern man. <laughs> oh, okay. And you're well trained. That's it. Well conditioned. Um, well, we, and and if if the truth be told, if I'll cook, he'll do the dishes. <laughs> Good to be a team. Fair is fair. Do we want to mention anything about uh, inclement weather? Untrue. There are a number of folks that have said, "Well, we want to wait and see what the weather is going to be like." Fear not. 
we will simply move you into the theater, and we have pictures of the tombstones so oh. that we will do our dining with the dead indoors. It will happen. It's going to happen. Life or death, it will happen. It will Life happen. It will happen. Rain it or is, shine. Rain it or is shine. inevitable. No matter what, they're still dead. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they're not going anywhere. Well, guys, thanks for being so, on the show. Stick around with us for our last segment. So they get your tickets. Get your tickets. When you tickets. go, make sure you wear comfortable shoes. Absolutely. You may want to wear some blue jeans. Oh, <laughs> blue jeans. Some blue jeans. Some blue yes, jeans. definitely. You won't be comfortable to enjoy this. You do. You do. This is not. This is not your um, dress up for the theater sort of an event. Right. This is, a, this is more casual. Very casual. Okay. Okay. All right. So get out there amongst them. We'll look forward to see everybody out at the city cemetery. And that's not something you thought you'd say. No. no I look forward no, to seeing you I'm at the cemetery. Not, I have never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Only on Out to Pastor. Out to Pastor. The city cemetery as featured on Out to Pastor. <laughs> Hope to see you there. <laughs> Hope to see you there. We'll be right back with the rest of today's shows on KPXI 100.7 FM. This is Jamie Holmes. My parents taught me to play fair, and I believe that whether it's in sports or in life, everyone needs to play by the rules. That's why I've made it my business to represent East Texans against unfair insurance companies for nearly 25 years. It's our job to keep them honest, and that makes my mama proud. If you need any help with the insurance company, call Jamie at 903-657-2800. He'll help you out because his mother said so. Well, you know, I have Cherokee blood. I do. That's the Indian blood. I have Cherokee. Wow. But Jennifer's Indian blood is different. So I don't know. It's a rival tribe. I'm not sure which one. But she is an outlaw. She can tell. Hey, you know, we, we didn't mention one thing. Maybe not everyone knows where the cemetery is located. And I thought it would be good to tell them just in case they want to go and they need to get there. So the old Henderson City Cemetery, it's in the dead center of town. <laughs> just so you know how to get there. It's going to be right over there, right over there behind the, the courthouse. What is that intersection, Louise? You know those streets? I'm not Louise, but the answer is North uh, Van Buren and West Fordall. It's under the water tower. Correct. Yeah, so find the water tower. Get lost, find yeah. the water tower. But you got Van Buren, Fordall. It's right there. It's right there. Head that away. You'll find it. Yeah. Dead center of town. You're absolutely right. <laughs> well, coming to town tonight, to nearly the dead center of town, we got those. We've got, no, we have two sets of Indians we're talking about. Yeah, that's right. Okay. We need to be so we need, We've got a tribe from Jacksonville right. coming over to Henderson to check out the new stadium and see if we can get it broke in right. Right. Meanwhile, we got the Carlisle tribe. Right. Headed over to Overton. To Overton. Right. To talk to those Mustangs. Right. Whew, it's going to be a big week. Henderson's still looking for their first wind map. And I can tell you, I was up at Pleasant Grove last Friday night. The kids played hard. Pleasant Grove, of course, is your defending 
4A state champions. They're now on an 18-game winning streak. But That's it was a serious deal. But it wasn't easy. I'm, it was not easy. Yeah, Our kids no. took them to the very last minute. We, we were ahead of them. We were in position to win the game. They did what champions do. They played hard, hard, hard. And, and we played as hard as we could, too. There were two plays at the end of that game on the last drive where they had brought sticks out to measure. And literally, the tip of the nose of the ball mm. is the difference in the game. So, couldn't have been any prouder the way our kids played and the effort they put into it. They looked great. There's lots of reasons to be optimistic. We're getting some kids back this week. Yeah, we had some starters out, had some and guys so, out. So yeah, they're still looking for that first win. But I think they're gonna they're gonna continue well, and, to play hard and they'll get it. And Jacksonville's an old rival from way back in the day. And they're five A now. Yeah. So that's different, but. It's still Jacksonville. Bigger program, and, and according to Coach Castle's got some real challenges ahead. But I think your kids are going to be up for it. They're going to be excited to be in the new so. stadium. And I think so. We'll pack the place. It's going to be going to be a big time tonight. Now, over in uh, Carlisle, your kids are still trying to peel themselves off of the ceiling after that miracle finish last week. Yeah, it was Carlisle and Troop, and they, from what I'm told by some uh, old timers. That's what they call themselves. That's, yeah. That Carlisle and Troop used to play all the time, but it had been about 40 years since they'd played. Wow. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I'm, I'm uh, going by what they said. Okay. And uh, doing some research, you've got this area between Carlisle and Troop called Beaver Run. So I'm going to call it the Battle of Beaver Run. Oh, first Beaver Run. Yeah, so maybe next year we'll have the second Battle of Beaver Run. Well, there's always got to be the second one. If you've got a first, you have to have a second. Yeah. And the outline, if you have an A, you have to have a B. I mean, that's how it works. That's how it works. (laughs) Well, so so here's what I found about the game. I saw a mention of it in the paper, but I go to church Sunday, I see Bill Cochran. Bill says, now, Bill, at least in terms of football experience, let's say, Bill would qualify as one of your old timers. Right. He's right. seen a lot of football. A lot of football. He's seen a lot of yeah. Carlisle football. Yeah. He's seen a lot of big games, all different sizes. He says to me on Sunday morning, Matt, Jamie, that was the greatest football game I have ever seen. <laughs> that's, that's big stuff. Big stuff. That's big stuff. Yeah. And apparently, Troop ties the game, has the ball. They're driving in for what looks like the winning touchdown. Carlisle sticks the helmet in there, knocks the ball loose. Your kid picks it up, returns it 103 yards. 103, right in there. Yeah. Yeah, and it they, still wasn't over. No, I mean, you're, you get at a point where the game's tied 28-28. And Troop is a – they were bigger. Carlisle was faster. Troop's a bigger school. Carlisle's at Troop. I mean, and, and there was a rain delay. So the game was not even started at the right time. And it's, it's Beaver Run. And, yeah. So Top it's of all it, that. Uh, yeah, exactly. You've got you got all the excitement. You've of got all that emotion. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it must have been something for Bill to say the best game I've ever seen. The kids are pumped still. Well, that's going to be big fun. Well, I'm excited about tonight, though. Henderson, Jacksonville, old rivals. We need to beat Jacksonville. My cousin lives in Jacksonville. We need to do it. <laughs> we need to do it. Is there anything that the Civic Theater can do to help us tonight pull this off, Louise? Well, there'll be a bunch of our folks out there. Well, that's that's a good start. Yelling and screaming. And and they won't be acting like Henderson fans. They will actually they be Henderson fans. They are Henderson fans. I mean, Kenneth Orr, Jason Martin. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah. she's dropping big names now. That, she's those are yeah. theater people Heavy as well as, yeah. you betcha, they'll be there just 
pumping everybody up. Well, so we have our fingers crossed. If that can't get it done, I don't know what will, man. And see, that's what's great about Henderson. You go to some of these large cities, and the football people and the theater people, they never commingle. Uh, yeah. But here, it's all one and the same. I mean, no. it's a community. In you fact, bet. we had Kenneth Orr on this radio show two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, he's in trouble now. So, well, it was a big show, that's all I can say. <laughs> well, show. he's a big guy. <laughs> well, he was co-hosting with Chad Boatwright. <laughs> oh. Was it on site? Because there's no way both of them would be in this room together. <laughs> it was a challenge. Well, i tell you what, guys, that's going to about run us out of time this week. But I'm so glad, Louise, that you and Skip came by. I can't wait to see this event come together on the 13th. I hope we get a huge turnout for it, sell it out, and, and that it's such a success we see it again next year. That's our wish. Well, we'll do everything we can to try to help you. Matt is dining with the dead, as featured on Out to Pasture. Bon appetit. It's going to go through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's today's show. Get out to the stadium tonight. If you haven't been there, you need to see it. Check it out. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Get out there and enjoy it. Or weather's going to be nice. Bootiful. <laughs> if we want to keep with the theme, I'm just saying. Wear your boo jeans. <laughs> <laughs> the band will be there, but there'll be no decomposing. Oh, yeah. Not going to happen. No. And how about a blood red shirt with those boo jeans? Oh, see. Now we yeah, the now program. We're yeah. Louise, Skip, thanks for joining us. Thanks for all that you do out there. We'll see you. We look forward to seeing you at Cemetery. <laughs> we look forward to seeing you there, too. We'll see you next week, folks, on Out to Pastor. It's KPXI 100.7 FM.